0: You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Wednesday, May 26th. And the first day of Steelers OTAs are in the books. We've got Dean Pietro and Josh Axelrod here to talk as usual on Wednesdays. We're going to talk about some interesting things Cam Hayward said in sticking up for Ben Roethlisberger and how that relates to Aaron Rodgers' situation with the Packers, because I think those are two fascinating situations where one quarterback is taking a pay cut and coming back, and the other quarterback is going on ESPN on weekends and Disney's his team. Lots of fun things here on today's episode, where you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the App Odyssey. And remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment, and you get a shout out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. So as usual on Wednesdays, we got our guys D Nine Pietro from Channel Eleven, Josh Axrod from uh, Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Now I, I had been calling us the fellas, but did Dean, I got got gotta let him gotta let him do his thing. Scream fellas, get it out uh, of his system. But but Dean suggested that that you all the listeners get to get to like give us some suggestions as to what our, 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 like our, our guys team name should be right.
0: I had immediate regret, immediate regret. <laughs> and I told you this is a bad idea. Like I Hard think you can go back
1: to that show and be like, I don't like this idea, but okay. And, and sure enough, we had some interesting submissions. Now I, I will say my favorite to this point is the agency because yeah. you have Carter, you have Ian Pietro, and Axelrod making the CIA. That that's a that's a clever nickname. I, I like, like the it. agency. That's pretty good.
0: Um, yeah. But
1: but then we had some other ones that was like Charlie's Angels, and Dean and I just went to like us trying to fit into slim suits and like like form and like just not just things that wouldn't work.
0: For, for it us. doesn't work. Nobody it wants to say that. Nobody wants to see that.
1: I nobody assure you. See that. And. So you know, we, we we saw a few of those, um, guys, dudes
0: of wrath. Dudes I of, had some. I mean,
1: I mean, y'all, the, two, the two of y'all got some wrath to you when you start going at it. So I don't, I, I, I don't, do I don't hate
0: that. it. There's a couple that were really. <laughs> it's, it's at the very bottom of that pool, dyspeptic monkey ulcers.
1: What? I missed that one.
0: Excuse me. It's at the very bottom of the pool, dyspeptic. Monkey ulcers. Pardon, <laughs> I don't think we're doing that one. No. Or Steely McSteeler faces. We're not going to do that. That, that sounds like a
1: Jenna suggestion. We're better Probably. than the, we're better than the internet.
0: We're Chris better. and his Wednesday storytellers was on there. No, exactly my stories? response. Yeah. Now another one that I thought was almost decent was that I could accept. Like well, the agency is still my personal favorite, but the good Goodfellas. Okay. See, I think there's more more to that. The Goodfellas, it's it's got that mafia thing going. I like that.
1: Are we good uh, though? What? Are we good? Goodfellas. It's a, it's a
0: mob yeah, yeah, thing. Awesome. Don't,
1: don't make this too difficult. Now, the winning vote was: <laughs> Do they need a Do name? Need- <laughs> which kind of sends the message that we don't really need a name unless our name was: Do they need Do a they name? Need a name? Well, that's right. just
2: rude, friends.
1: That's just weird. <laughs> well, we'll get back to on what we actually decide here, but but, fellas or agency or do they need a name? We're not Charlie's Angels. I don't care what y'all vote. Dude's a um, wrath. Do you, Dude's a <laughs> wrath. Of all those names, I, I I wanted to touch off on a little bit of, uh, of, of 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 interesting things here. Now Steelers OTAs began yesterday, Tuesday. It was you know it, it it was exciting to see people. Now one thing that was that was clear, you know Cam Hayward. made a a big statement about, you know, players not showing up and not going to OTAs. And Cam was right there with OTAs and he was the only Steeler to speak after the practice addressing it. um, And they they were there. But the most interesting part of what Cam Hayward said, to me at least, was about his quarterback. Because he went on Good Morning Football last week and talked about and defended Ben Roethlisberger to some of the national criticisms. But then he brought it up again. In his uh, in, in in his statements, and in doing so, um, I, I thought he said some interesting points here that people can kind of, people kind of, kind of th- throw me, you know, can, I don't think you can ignore this being again, a, the leader of the defense. He says, I, I think people, I think we're blowing it out of proportion talking about how the season ended. He said, we can sit up here and talk about how we lost to the Cleveland Browns. Okay. So be it. We fell off at the end, but we still made the playoffs. And I'm not here to say that my quarterback is not able to do it. I've seen this guy win Super Bowls on TV and I've seen him come in, come in here at day in and day and day out. And it's important to note, that Ben Roethlisberger was there on the first day of OTAs. These are all positive things that I'm, that I'm seeing here.
0: I'm surprised he was there the first day of OTAs Uh, pleasantly surprised, Um, you know, for the guy who takes every Wednesday off. And that's Tomlin's decision at the beginning of every week during the regular season and probably still will. But I think that just alone, Ben and Hayward, Being at OTAs in a climate where a lot of players aren't going to OTAs, that alone sends a message. And then Hayward on top of it, having his quarterbacks back, that shows a team unity that you don't always see with the defense and the offense on teams that already on day one of OTAs has set a tone for what looks like a decent team unity and team chemistry.
2: I mean – you know how we were talking about how clearly the Steelers brass listens to this podcast. And that's why they drafted Najee Harris. Oh. Ah, yes, I get the feeling that I big, Ben must listen to it too because we've talked about his leadership and we've questioned whether he was truly a team leader. And now look at him. He's there during mm-hmm. OTAs, which I, I don't know for a fact if he's done that in the past or not, but I think it's a little unusual for a quarterback of his stature to show up this time of year. And you know, just be there with, with uh with the new guys and show them who's boss to a certain extent. Yeah. So yeah, we're no, influencers. We're influencers. No, it's really the no, Thank you, God. Benjamin and <laughs> Roethlisberger, for tuning into our podcast. It really means a lot. Yeah, me.
0: We appreciate
2: it. You know, yeah. we've got your here. But in all yeah. seriousness, it's great to see Ben showing some actual signs of leadership this early in the
1: season. Well, I, um, I will with- say, I will okay. say, like, listen, I, I and anyone who knows me. You read my work at DK Pittsburgh sports. You listen to me. I am not one who spares criticism of Ben Roethlisberger. When there's actual things to criticize, I criticize him. And some of that can be on leadership. but he does lead. There are times where he stepped up and been a leader. Now, has it been in all the moments where you would like, you know, like compared to like a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady? No. And I think everyone can agree. There are times where he's said or done things that you're like, that wasn't the best decision there, but, or the best thing to say in that moment, but, here here you are here we are talking about Ben Roethlisberger showing up and he was working with the quarterbacks and and the videos of them working out today all the quarterbacks are there Dwayne Haskins Mason Rudolph Josh Dobbs all working with Ben Roethlisberger in the middle of practice and Ben threw a like a 40 yard bomb to Najee Harris down the sideline and and I I think all of this speaks well to at least hey this is how seriously we're taking the season nothing's being taken for granted we know what we got to do this year
0: it's gonna hit the national media over a head, over the head, so it, hard when this team comes out and is really good,
1: and, and see, and see, we said that last year though, right? We said that. Oh man, they're hitting the national media over the head, but all they did was they kept just doing that thing where, like Bugs Bunny tells Yosemite Sam, cross over this line, and then this line, and then this line, and he, <laughs> and, and, and and the Steelers kept stepping over the line. Okay, we're two and zero, we're three and zero, we're four and zero, we're five and zero, and then you got to November and they finally lost at eleven and one, and we're like, aha. See, we told you this wasn't a good team. And it's just that, oh, maybe it had something to do with Bud Dupree and Devin Bush and all the other and and all these other players that kept getting injured and them not having a bye week. I'm sure none of that had anything to do with it. But point being, with all that criticism, people have been a lot of people are pointing the finger at Ben Roethlisberger. And again, not to say that there aren't things that you can't point the finger at him about. But it's clear. The Steelers hear that. At least Cam Hayward is. It's clear that he's heard it because he addressed it in, in this media session.
2: Well, I mean, heard Cam, it
1: and they don't care because they're focused on what they know about their quarterback.
2: I mean, Cam's the guy that when we originally had the leadership conversation, the first name that came to mind for the team's biggest and most vocal leader was Cam Hayward. So that's the guy you want to come out and be like, our QB's here, guys. He's leading us, he is showing that. He is locked it. He's locked in, and he's ready to go this year. And I, again, these are good signs in May. This is what you want to see from the, arguably the two most prominent voices on the team in Cam and Ben. So, good I mean, stuff,
1: guys. We're not we're not done talking about this. There's a, there's just there's few more things to flesh out about what Cam said. But then also, I want to talk about another national thing that's going on in the NFL and how it compares to the Steelers and their handling of their franchise quarterback. We'll talk about this, that, but first, a word from my friends at Built Bar. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy, and also... Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, and Chris Carter here with D Nine Pietro and Josh Axelrod. Guys, we're continuing to talk about the quarterback situation, or well, the, the way that Kim Hayward addressed the quarterback situation um, with with the Steelers. And uh, again, you know, one thing else that he but uh, he brought up, and he's kind of he's kind of said this before, just about Najee Harris. He talked about his excitement to get a running back on the team because you know, and, and the night that they picked him, he like did like the heart eyes emoji. But one thing he said. About the offense as a whole, that I don't want to want to overlook here, is he said, "Having a greater balance is going to make him that much more dangerous." I know our offensive line is in flux but they're going to be better because they're learning a different system. We brought in another running back. Our receivers are a year older. We brought in another tight end. All these different things will help Ben, and I'm excited for him. As a defense, when an offense can stay on the field, that lets us know we're okay. When the offense isn't on the field and we're on the field, we've got to kick butt. But when the offense is on the field, we can totally get after it. There is a sense of confidence that there is going to be a balance in this Steelers offense, and I think that's another sense that, that cam hayward's like letting y'all know like hey nfl keep sleeping on us we're fine with it
0: and they love when the nfl sleeps on them they thrive on being you know underestimated they want that they want someone to put that chip on their shoulder so they all because they always use that to their advantage historically you know, you want to disrespect us? You want to not give us the credit? We're going to show you. You, you know, come come on. Come on. Let, let's go. And, and Cam Hayward's, of course, the guy that's going to front that to a tee. Uh, and the point on the defense is absolutely makes perfect sense. If, there, if there's more balance and more of the running game, that's more time of possession. That's less time of the defense on the field. And the defense performs better. And that's exactly what you want out of a balanced team. And if they're able to execute that with the players they've got, and and I'm not as worried about the offensive line as everybody is. Uh, I've said it before. We didn't get rid of, you know, 2013 Pouncy and, you know, 2018 Villanueva. Okay. We got rid of 2020 versions of those guys. The younger guys are probably going to actually be better this year than those players were just last year, just last year. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where things go with this offense and, and with the balance they have.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is just purely anecdotal. I don't know that I have stats to back this up, but it seemed like most of the time that the defense broke down last season, it was followed by a string of very short offensive drives where they were stalling and they couldn't get the run game going. And then short passes were being batted down. Just all of, all of that wonderful stuff that derailed the season that caused the defense to maybe look a little more gassed than they really were just because they weren't being get supported by the offense. So to Cam's point, yeah, no, a more balanced offense is going to lead to better defense. That's just, that just makes sense logically given the less time the defense is on the field, the higher quality performances, you're probably going to get out of them. And yeah, I, I hate to say this again. I'm with Dean in, in the sense <laughs> that the offensive lens underrated, <laughs> We, it's you can say what you want about the concept of addition by subtraction, but getting rid of Villanueva and Pouncy immediately makes the line better. It just does. I mean, and there are certainly lots of unknown quality uh, quantities on the line. Like I don't know how exactly good Chucks is going to be, or how Banner is going to be in a full-time starting role. And we know Dotson has it in him. And I, I'd, I, also Kendra Green's a rookie, but it should be easier to slot him in right away. Anyway. And again, now for the oh, no offense to James Connor, but for the first time since Bell, we have a real, true starting starting running back now. Yes,
1: and, so. and, and you're right. That, that's not an offense to, to to Connor. I mean, Le'Veon Bell, when he finished his time with the Steelers, he averaged the most yards from scrimmage per game in NFL history. I mean that's the that's the direction that he that, that was the 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 yeah. path that he had laid out for himself. Najee Harris is the best running back of his class uh, of 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 this year and could become one of the best running backs in in the, in the NFL. James Conner was like the fifth or sixth running back off the board his year. Like it's yeah. just it, it, it's it's not anything to, to slight him. I mean, the guys taking before him like Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara. Like you're you're not, what are you saying to those guys? Like you know you're like <laughs> oh you're you're stupid for take one. No, um you know it's it, I think it's, it's it's easier to temper that down. But talking more about about that balance of the offense, I think that that's where this excitement comes from. And I want to kind of flip this conversation into a more national perspective of things because here we are. It's the first day of OTAs. Cam Hayward, the most tenured player on defense is there, even though he complained about it um, beforehand. Um, uh, ben Roethlisberger, the most tenured player of the Steelers, is there, even though he just took less money to stay with the team, uh, even though he's 39 years old and, you know, he's he's been part of this offense longer than anybody. Uh, there, and, and here's Cam Hayward defending Ben Roethlisberger. All these things are great. But in another franchise, in a storied franchise in the NFL, that's not the case. The Packers just had Aaron Rodgers go on ESPN Sunday night and talk about how he disagrees with their philosophy in, in, in things. And, you know, it's it's no secret. You know, I'm not breaking any news here by saying that, you know, that there's been some tension there. But what happened when he spoke with Kenny Mayne of ESPN is, you know he talked. He talked about the culture there, and he says uh, he says uh, talking about the Packers. I think sometimes people forget what really makes an organization. History is important. Legacy of so many people who've come before you is important, but it's the people that's the most important thing. It's the people that make the organization. And culture is built brick by brick. The foundation of the of that being people, not by the organization, not by the building, not by the corporation. It's built by the people. And to me, that was some fire thrown right at the Packers about. Hey, you haven't gotten me the you, the weapons. You haven't listened to me when I've said this is the direction we should go. And he's a quarterback who I think we can universally say has been better than Ben Roethlisberger as a passer. But they don't got as many Super Bowls a, a, as, as the Steelers do with Ben.
0: Um, hey, Aaron Rodgers. So, so it's about people, right? Because um, I know, of course, Aaron Rodgers also listens to the Watch on Steelers podcast. It doesn't. So um, <laughs> it's about people. How about people with integrity people that don't air the dirty laundry of their team out in public people that don't whine about a situation and instead work behind the scenes to change things. And Oh, by the way, stop crying. you won a division last year. You were in an NFC championship. I think they're doing some things right in green Bay. So why don't you take a look in the mirror buddy? And quite frankly, I don't ever want to see that dude wearing black and gold.
2: That's the worst take Dean's ever had on this podcast, and that's saying something. Whoa,
0: whoa! Listen, Um, listen. (laughs) That's just that
2: that that's considering that we had to bring him over to the Najee Harris team. That's that's saying something. What? Imagine imagine not ever wanting to see Aaron Rodgers in black and gold. Imagine because he's a whiner
0: and is someone who's going to throw the whole organization under the bus publicly. Whoa! You don't want that on Ben hasn't done that
2: on multiple occasions.
0: (laughs)
1: whoa okay okay let's, let's not okay, as but blatantly but he's let's, done
0: let's, it passive aggressively well, but well, not as short.
1: <laughs> okay uh, so let's, let's piece a few things out here right, before we, as, as we get to, as we continue this conversation for one Aaron Rodgers he has come out and he has made public statements uh he kind of exposed the rift between himself and uh Mike McCarthy who was the coach before now Pat, uh, Pat LaFleur is the coach uh uh, is is their head coach now, but, um, but we you know we've seen we've seen that there, and Josh is right. Ben has said things, and, and and there's been things that have kind of leaked out that everyone's kind of like, yeah, this only could have came from one person that have caused rifts. And I do agree with this. Like, was... Did
0: those things leak out, or did he go on ESPN and publicly say them?
1: Well, he he did say that Antonio Brown ran the wrong route on an. On a in, a game. Game
0: in a post-game scrum.
1: Not on a post-game he, scrum. He said that on, on his radio show. That's
0: right. I'm sorry. Yes, game. on the radio show. Okay. And, on a
1: radio show in the local market. I'm not agreeing with Josh that it's the same as Aaron Rodgers. I do agree that Aaron Rodgers has said, has, has said a lot more. But I also feel like Aaron Rodgers has a lot more to say about that. I, I feel like he has
0: the <laughs> – He the, put the, his whole franchise on blast the day of the draft.
1: Okay. I I, I agree. Well, yeah, yeah, and Ben He's did the same thing when it. he said about Mason Rudolph. Did he not?
0: Oh, he's what did he? What exactly did
1: he say? Remember when Mason, Mason- Rudolph was driving? He said, "I would, I would have taken a, a, a weapon there instead of Mason Rud." I mean, the, the okay. fact that he, L- he So
0: that's one sentence, right? And then he was done with it.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I, he didn't I agree. Say with anything that.
0: else about that afterwards,
1: right? I agree.
0: Yeah, he wished for more weapons. He's maybe wished for a tall receiver. Yeah, but he does not put the entire franchise on a national blast like that
2: i mean do we want to get into the the look that ben did give to the entire franchise a decade ago
1: i mean no oh, uh, the, we no, that's, that's we're we're, we're that's long separate. past. we're yeah. that, that this this is a different conversation it, that's a whole separate conversation i'm next. just saying if we're it talking is. about
2: the guys making their franchises look bad
1: right but we're also talking about them saying the things out in public about their franchise not necessarily just their no, their personal decisions in, in their lives that that where right. they've done bad things no,
2: I'll, de- I'll, def- I'll definitely agree that that aaron Rodgers has been way more spoken on, outspoken on the national stage against decisions decisions the franchises right
1: now i i, I want to we got to cut to a quick break to get our sponsors in here but i want to come back to this because we're not anywhere close to being done with this conversation so first we got to tell you about our friends at betonline.ag BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Locked On Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to BetOnline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, And that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done. But you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember Use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. back here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with Dean 9 and Pietro and Josh Axelrod of Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and Channel 11. So, guys, uh, continue where we're going here. I, I What I wanted to get into, because, Dean, you talked about how Aaron Rodgers has, has, has called out his team publicly and time after time. And he has done that. And Josh, I'm glad you agree. Do, he does that a lot more than Ben Roethlisberger and he said any, anything about the Steelers. And that's, that, that's where it is. And yes, they both have said things that you could look in the media and say, I don't know. That don't seem right. But I also want to say this. Beyond just the quarterbacks, look at the organizations. The Packers, he's right. Aaron Rodgers is right. They their their only got time that they've invested highly into getting him help was Devonte Adams in the second round. Aaron Jones was the player that turned out pretty well, make, huh? That turned out pretty well. It turned out pretty well. But how many times they were they and they've, they've drafted a ton of guys that haven't helped Aaron Rodgers outside of Devonte Adams. When Devonte Adams is hurt, their receiving core is a bunch of guys that you're picking up every waiver wire week in fantasy football because you don't know their names right now. Um, Marquez Scolding up
0: because because they actually still do make an impact. You're still picking them up.
1: Because, right, but not, but, that, but they're not playmakers. It, but compare that to what the Steelers have done for Ben Roethlisberger. He had a top five offensive line for four to five years. He had the best receiver in football for six for, for nine years. So six of the years was he when he was the best. But nine years he had him. He had the best receiver.
0: They drafted him sixth round. They drafted so him, but they, they also kept him
1: around. They also kept him around. They they paid him a ton of money despite all the headaches that was going on in the background that we found out after the fact. They paid him they over made Mike sure Wallace. Was part too. of the future. They paid they him did. over
0: Mike Wallace, which was the right decision actually yes. at that time. Right. And but they didn't go out and get him that weapon in the first round, okay? Because that's round. I think what Aaron Rodgers Rogers is complaining about. And and it told, how long did it take them to build that offensive line where Ben got got the. You know what kicked out of him for how many years? I mean, he went to a long be-
2: time. He went to Super Bowls before they built that line, to
0: be fair.
1: Well, th- let's also be, be honest about the offensive line discussion. He inherited when Ben came to the Steelers, they had an offensive line. They had Alan Faneke and Jeff Hardings, Marvel Smith. Like they had the pieces. They just got old and they needed to rebuild the offensive line. And really, it you know, they, they started the rebuild about two years after they realized, oh, crap, this is a problem. Um, and they drafted Marquis Pouncey in 2010. They drafted uh Dave DeCastro, I believe, in 2012, Marcus Gilbert in 2011. I mean, they put the pieces in, in quick order to get him that offensive line, and then they got Le'Veon Bell. And then on top of it, I get I, I hear you about Antonio Brown, but don't forget they drafted Mike Wallace and Emmanuel Sanders in the third rounds of their drafts in back to back seasons. On or top bounce. of later, they but- they they made sure to pay Heath Miller to keep him around. Anytime Ben Roethlisberger said, Hey, I want Max Starks back. That's my favorite player. Max Starks came back like three or four times after the people were like, Let him go, Steelers. Then they drafted guys in the second round like Juju, who became a playmaker for the Steelers in 1,400 yards in the second year. Hey, last year they got him Chase Claypool. They've continued to amass weapons and build around Ben Roethlisberger, whereas Aaron Rodgers. I think the Packers have been like, listen, you're great enough of as a quarterback that you can handle this without us investing in you. And whereas, yes, he got into the NFC championship game last year, but Dean, it, people say about how the Steelers have wasted Ben Roethlisberger's last decade of his career. Ben ain't on the level that Aaron's been as a passer and they got less Super Bowls with Aaron than the Steelers do with Ben.
0: But you're talking about all these investments that they made. None of them people that you mentioned, except, no, 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 Chase Claypool was second round. No, none of first round. Oh. Aaron Rodgers, what, so what is he complaining about? Is he complaining about the lack of in- attempted investment? Or maybe the Packers are just drafting the wrong guys. But it's not that they're not trying to build the weapons for him. Maybe they just aren't as good at picking players as Kevin Colbert is. So, again, Rodgers, it's not as if they tried to give you nobody, those players just maybe didn't work out. And uh, sometimes your draft players don't work out. Uh, okay. I mean, but then you're going to put the whole organization on blast because they've given you nothing. Obviously they gave you something because it takes more than one person to make a team work. I mean, have you seen the Packers
2: receivers and, and to be fair, it, it, it's not, it's not fair at all to compare another it, team's it, it, receiving yeah. core to the Steelers because the Steelers are just, ridiculously good at drafting wide receivers. Like basically any receiver they draft immediately becomes like a contributor. So that's, it's not, it's not fair at all to compare the Packers to them, but like, I think the Packers draft and I I'm, I'm just talking out out of my butt now as a random yinzer talking about green Bay sports. But like, I think the way they've drafted would hurt a lot less if the defenders they've drafted had actually worked out because Most of the time, it seems like they're making a point to go out of their way to not draft Aaron Rodgers any weapons, but the defensive guys they take also aren't very good. So I think that just shines a spotlight.
0: So it's a drafting problem, but it's not a lack of, of respect for Aaron Rodgers. No, that's literally a, what he needs respect for Aaron Rodgers. But, but,
1: um, get, get, but here's the defenders thing: instead of receivers, Aaron Rodgers is saying, "I wanted more voice on where the direction they've gone." Again, the Steelers they they listened to Ben. They said, "Hey, we'll get you Randy Fenton, your Boyd offensive coordinator it was a bad move, but they still listened to him." And now here is Ben Roethlisberger taking less money to stick around the team and not bad mouthing the organization, while Aaron Rodgers is out doing those things and not. And again, does Aaron Rodgers bat, had bad mouth the Packers before? Yes, but I think it's because the Packers have given him the ammunition. T- to your point, Dean, you said, "Well, they, they, they how many you know how many receivers have the Steelers drafted in the first round?" Okay, but they've drafted drafted plenty in the second and third rounds since twenty twelve. They the Packers have only drafted a receiver in 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 those in those ranks. Um, I think you got Devonte Adams in twenty fourteen. And Ty Montgomery in the third round of twenty fifteen. He's not even a receiver, <laughs> right? And he's like, he's been a running back. Like he, they've been moving. He he's been a different kind of a piece. But you know, all these other picks, they haven't gotten him. They haven't gotten him to help. And again, this it'd be different if if this was Kirk Cousins. I'd be like, all right, Kirk Cousins, shut the heck up. Who cares what you what you think. But this is Aaron Rodgers. This, you know, this would be like if the if the Chiefs weren't winning because they didn't go get a Tyree kill to help to, to work with Patrick Mahomes or um or, or their tight ty- Travis Kelsey. I, I, I do, again, I'm not saying that that Aaron Rodgers should be saying what he is saying, but I am saying that he has given they have given him the ammunition for what he is saying because they haven't invested in the players. I ain't buying it.
0: I, at that point, I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers then hasn't been enough of a leader to help make his wide receivers better now, around I, him.
1: I, I do agree with that. Is that because comparing him again? It's tough to compare to Tom Brady, but compared to Tom Brady, Tom Brady ain't no receivers. Well, you didn't need Randy Moss and Wes Wilger for a few years, and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, so but, that's that about it. Back. but they had plenty <laughs> of playmakers. I take it. that I take that back about the Patriots. That's but about
0: it. What else does he have? Gronkowski is the best tight
2: end of all time, and Randy Moss is one of the five best receivers of all time.
1: Yeah, didn't, I, I, didn't, again, I um, take that back. Who, I, I, who I was the tight think about end the that
0: Rogers had? Who was the tight end that Rodgers had for a few years? Uh,
1: it's a good question because it's not. He it went to Seattle. Jimmy Graham
0: yeah, yeah he, he old, was old Jimmy Graham not old Jimmy Graham he had young Jimmy Graham did not he yeah and but it, not no it young Graham Jimmy Graham was on the level. Saints he was on the Saints there was a tight end that, that he had that was really good I
2: mean is that Robert Tanya now I mean Tanya's okay
1: but again okay guys not not lights out super players and I think I, that's
2: I'm still stuck on Dean saying he would never want to see Aaron Rodgers in black and gold not
0: because of this exactly that's, that's terrible but that is not terrible. I don't want a guy who's going to turn around and put the entire franchise on national blast because he doesn't get his way. I don't want that kind of guy on my team. I want I at I,
1: all. I, 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 I want a guy who saying? knows
0: what he wants.
2: He's D- never known what he wants. D- Do
1: D- it behind D- the scenes. Dean D- does have merit to that. You don't want a guy that's gonna that's gonna blow you up. But also, I, I wonder. Would he have blown the Steelers up if they had if if he had gotten his off his his quarterback coach, his offensive line, his supreme running back, these wide receivers? no, because then the whiny baby
0: got his way. But then what's his excuse when he throws five interceptions and doesn't win a championship? Who's he gonna throw into the bus then? Because clearly he's not pointing the finger at himself, at least, at least. Ben Roethlisberger will come out and say, I need to play better. I do agree with that. Yeah, yeah,
1: again, I, again, I'm not saying Ben, my, my, the point of this segment was that I think the Steelers do a lot better at building around their quarterback and earning the trust of their franchise quarterback than the Packers have. And I, I think that's the overall message here, whether or not you think that Aaron Rodgers is, is should, should be on a team or shouldn't be on a team is one thing. But the fact of the matter is, the Steelers they corralled Benin and they said, "Hey, you're one of us. You're our guy. We believe in you." The Packers haven't done that for Aaron Rodgers, and again, you look at the the lack of investment that they've had compared to. Well, what that's the Steelers that's just them.
0: Aaron Rodgers, and ego. that's just a fact. That's just Aaron Rodgers' ego, then. You know what? You're making a lot of money to play for this team, to be a leader on this team, and to help make this team a champion. Shut your mouth and do your job. Oh, okay, boomer.
1: that's just coming a out full of force. <laughs>
2: Just told him to stick to sports. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Well, deep Dee, are you still uh, there? Aaron Rodgers. I said,
0: <laughs> I, I told Aaron Rodgers to shut his mouth and do his job. What is sticking to sports?
1: Well, but but he but is there's, there's but he, but here's here's my I think Josh's point is, I don't think it's bad when a player gets gets to say, listen, let hear me out. I'm the guy that you're trying to win with, right? Listen to me. And I think the Steelers have benefited when they've done that. And sometimes it's hurt them. But again, I think that in the longevity, this is why after doing that, Ben took a pay cut to stick around. You got him in the first day of OTAs this year, even though he's 39 years old. He knows he don't got to show up for nothing. He's a hundred dollar million, hundred millionaire guy. I I look at that and all the things that are that are looking good and peaceful for the Steelers and this destruction for the Packers. And and you can attribute that just to Aaron Rodgers. And maybe some of that is true. But I don't think you can discount the way the Steelers have Taking care of Ben Roethlisberger versus the way the Packers have taken care of Aaron Rodgers.
0: I, I agree that there's that the, in terms of the franchises, I'll, I'll give you that. That if they haven't given Aaron Rodgers everything that he's wanted, however, how Aaron Rodgers has handled it is completely wrong. Okay, no, because Dina. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other quarterbacks well, guys, out there the, that aren't happy about what they've got and they aren't putting their franchise on blast. No, nothing
1: hold on josh i'm sorry we are way at it we are way over time right now i i i do agree there's a lot Ah. more to be said with this conversation we (laughs) might bring this up again next week uh but I thank you both for your time here and literally, literally running out of time at this very moment. Took my time. Um, I, apo- I apologize <laughs> to both of you guys. But thanks so much. This has been a great discussion. Remember to listen to the, to the Locked Steelers podcast or on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. Thanks to all those who submit your five-star reviews with positive comments. When you do so, you get a shout out at the end of the show. Tomorrow, we've got ESPN's Brooke Pryor on talking about this, and maybe we'll get her voice on this situation. Thanks again for listening. Stay tuned and don't forget to subscribe.